did you hate fitness testing day back in the day? Hate it? Hated it. Hated it. it. You're a marathoner now, though. You could you could do it now, but maybe yeah. better than 1993. Oh, and that's and I have other than the New York Marathon. That's the last time I ran two miles <laughs> was in Philadelphia's training camp in the early 80s. But it was stressful for the guys. They just wanted it over with. I think I saw that like the thing last year we mentioned it on air was when Tortorella during that brief stay in Vancouver, he wanted players running two miles at under six minutes a mile and only the, the Sedines could do it. So then they had to run like five miles in under 32. It, it just goes on and on and on, but it was only the twins that could pull it off. Oh, and then you, and then you got goalie screaming, listen, I just got to stop the puck. I don't have to beat it up <laughs> as they're doing bench pressing. Yeah. The goalie, uh, they, you can make a calendar. You know, they have those fireman calendars. You can make a calendar of bad goalie bodies, uh, that I've seen in, in NHL uh, dressing rooms. It's we'll just Glenn amazing. Healy on the cover. Yeah. Manny legacy's Mr. March. Anyway, <laughs> I, I see now I'm going to get sued or something. Yeah. What, what was your read on, uh, Dave Festick wrote about this, uh, this conference that Steve spot went to, um, some, uh, is is there a thing there? Is, is it possible Steve Spot was should have been more guarded with comments, or know. is it a much well, to do about nothing? Yes, yes, absolutely. There's a lesson to be learned for Steve Spot on this. And you know, at the end of the day, we can say whatever we want about Festcheck, the article, uh, you know, the minor coaches, whatever. You can say whatever you want, but the lesson that has to be learned is from Steve Spot on what you can say and and what you really can't say in this town. Like, you can get away with it in a lot of places. In Toronto, this sort of stuff happens all the time. I didn't like the article, to be quite honest with you. And I read Dave Festcheck, and, you know, I got a lot of time for him. But this particular one, I, I didn't like. I didn't like, first of all, Is you it know, the, the, the anonymity of the coaches, or is it? All of it. Yeah. All of it. The headline, he box at what uh, a breakout plan like i I've, yeah. I've been into enough dressing rooms where we've had healthy dialogue you think phil might be the only guy that could question a breakout on what you know you like and what you don't like that happens all the time you challenge each other on you know decisions but when it's all said and done you're going to do what the coaching staff wants to do. You may, you may give them feedback on what your strengths and weaknesses might be on a breakout and what you like and what you don't like. But then when it's all said and done, you do what the coaches say. And Phil, we can say a lot of things about Phil, but he's never come across in his career so far that he's a screw you, I'll do what I want kind of guy. So I don't think there's any rift between Steve Spott Phil Kessel, and the coaching staff, okay? And when you get deeper into this article, you know, I found it very TMZ off of these minor coaches. I got the biggest kick out of hearing that they don't want their names in this article out of fear for the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> and how much sway they have in this city. Like Carlton the Bear is going to show up at their minor Adam practice. With a hammer. And take their whistle away, right? Because they're so powerful that we're going to hide now behind our comments on what Steve Spott said at a coaching clinic. So they say in this article 
that they love the fact that he's candid and honest. Well, that's great, but all these minor coaches did was ruin it for the rest of the minor coaches that ever go to an (laughs) NHL hockey clinic ever again out of fear that they're going to get ratted out on what they say. And to me, it's just like, I don't know, shame on the minor hockey coaches who went out there and, and, and talked to the media when a guy was just trying to help you uh, deal with your players and some of the challenges that might come with it. Couldn't you agree know, more. I found yeah. the whole thing a joke. Nick Hipprius, our guest at NHL on Sportsnet. We are 20 days away from the drop of the puck. So there's a report yesterday that uh, Bobby Ryan has been offered a seven-year deal to the tune of $49 million with the Ottawa Senators and turned it down. Uh, if you're turning down that, uh, you got to put two and two together and think you ain't signing anything. Well, I, I, I don't necessarily say that that might it is the case throughout the whole season here and you know let's face it these star players have have you know control once they get into that you know 18 months 24 month period of uh looking at unrestricted free agency we just saw the whole thing play out with pk suban and pk had to work a little harder to get his money and it's just the opposite with Bobby Ryan. I mean, they're they're starting at seven million bucks over over seven years. But I, I don't think that this is about money. This is certainly uh, a situation where I think Bobby wants to feel this thing out, wants to see where it's headed, wants to see maybe what the team looks like, wants to see maybe you know his relationship you know with the head coach. Paul McLean, I hear, isn't the rosiest either. There's some nights mm-hmm. he thought he should play more. There's some nights when he felt he wasn't used well enough. A lot of things come into play here on on why he's not necessarily signing on the dotted line here. So how he feels today and how he'll feel in November, December, or even at the end of the year might be a little different. But for now, he's in a holding pattern, and he just wants to probably see – what lies ahead for him in the Ottawa organization in the next uh, few months, if if not the the whole season? Nick Kipri, our guest on Brady and Walker. We have about ninety seconds, but I want to give you a lot of time on on Ryan Johansson. I only because I heard John Davidson on with Bob uh, yesterday in the afternoon, and I, and I thought there's a couple things I think I think Davidson's doing wrong here. Yeah. Uh, w- what's your read? Everybody criticized Bergevin. Everybody criticized Subban. And, and as it turned out, they got the player they wanted. The player got the deal he wanted. Yeah. Isn't that the better way to do that? Well, he, the the mistake that John Davison made was he's made this personal, and that's rule number one that you that you don't do that. And it's business, and you know you you take the high road. But when you start uh, having personal attacks on it, it does nothing to help you bridge uh, anything towards a settlement. And even if you have a settlement, there will still be animosity based on stuff that you said that can't be forgotten with a, I'm sorry. So, you know, John's got to take the high road from here on in and, and keep it out of the media. Uh, in saying that, this is a, a game of, uh, of who blinks first. And Ryan Johansson isn't going down the same path as others do with a bridge contract. He thinks he had such a great year, and he's such an important piece to to what is a, a vulnerable market right now is he's going to try to take full advantage of that. 
And you know what? That's business. Sorry, but if he can get seven or eight million dollars and avoid the bridge contract, that's what he's going to try to do. Now we'll, we'll see where John Davidson yeah. goes here, and, and whether or not Columbus blinks. And you know, he could sit out the whole year, as, as they're suggesting. But let's see how you feel if if you go two and five or two and seven to start the season, yeah. and you're under the gun to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, so and, and if he has a slow start. It's, it's a game of chicken here, yeah. and and we'll see who blinks first. Yeah, it's it's where we were with Kadri and the Leafs last year. It's just just bigger numbers. Nick, we got a blast. Thanks so much for this. Good to be back, boys.